0: It is a damn good day to have a damn good day. George Moros, baby. <laughs> Moros Construction is in the building. We're we're building dreams over here, man. And you're in, you're here. You're
1: in the like living my room. business card. Yeah, like we build uh, dreams by creating relationships. You know, it's all about the relationship. It's a customer service in the end of the day.
0: When I met you at Caleb's with the Anopoli team, I can't wait to to get them on the podcast in the future. Great people, great networking. And just overall, it's cool when you meet awesome people because typically they're surrounded by other awesome people. Absolutely. And then the networking, you never know where things go. Absolutely. It's kind of this thing, whenever I don't want to go out, sometimes I just tell myself, just go.
1: Yeah, one of the good things that my mom taught me is like, George, you need to talk to everyone, you know? you never know what kind of person is going to be behind the scene. So I'm always this kind of guy that tries to take the <laughs> the curtain uh, and just open the space to see what's behind it i so. feel you i mean
0: i definitely yeah. am an extrovert but a lot of people label themselves as introverts i think yeah everybody has a little bit of both i believe if you're an extrovert and an introvert you're actually mm-hmm. called an ambivert or something like that <laughs> but i feel that at some level if you're an introvert you have to just force yourself and you have to Absolutely. stop telling yourself you're an introvert Absolutely. because you got to put yourself out there
1: and a lot of people say maybes and ifs and oh maybe if I did this, if I did that. I don't believe in none of that. It's I believe that we have to go for a yes or a no. Because everything is a yes or a no. For example, are you thirsty right now? Yes. Okay, let's drink some water then. You know? No, don't drink water. There's no maybe, there's no if. There's no such a thing. It's like do you want to succeed in your life? Yes or no? There's no oh maybe I'll think about it. And when you say maybe, you just burn a lot of things along the way. And I just don't believe in that. Life is beautiful in order to Mm -hmm. miss out with a lot of maybes down the line. (laughs) And
0: you don't gain XP. That's something that me and my friends always say when you go out. You speak to someone new, you're gaining XP. Whether it's a positive or a negative interaction, no matter what, you're gaining XP. And the more times you just go out there and put yourself out there, the more absolutely. XP you get and the better yeah. chance you put yourself to succeed.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why it's all about customer service. And it's all about uh, putting yourself out there and making sure that you deliver on time. And that's uh, the most beautiful thing that it happens in our business. And generally speaking, you know,
0: you know, sometimes so. people say, uh, and here's a question for you. Do you believe yeah. in luck?
1: I... I believe that we create our own luck and everybody's special. Everybody has a lot of talents. I just gave a card to Caleb. Caleb was playing dr- the drums when he was four years old. I told him, uh, make sure your talents are staying within you and do not burn your talents because uh, they're going to find a way in order for you to succeed. You know, everybody has a special talent within, inside them. So, I believe that there's no luck. God or whoever the universe gives yeah. us a lot of talents, a lot of things, a lot of positive things. And for example, you might be good better than me in basketball. I might be better than you in soccer. Um another person might be better than us too in tennis. You look like
0: you'd be filthy at soccer. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was my first job actually. I left my house at the age of 16 to do that, you know, to and play, play professionally. Pro- you played professional yeah, soccer. Yeah, I played professional 9 years. It brought me a lot of discipline, a lot of a lot of good things. Uh, you get to travel a lot for that. I traveled all around Europe for, uh, for that. I saw different things. I did a lot of mistakes at an early age. Uh, that's why I was able to grow um, and make my dream come true before the age of thirty.
0: <laughs> was there some sort of level at some point where you're just this? I'm too old for this. This isn't the play, or it's is it because of the injuries? Um, or
1: I'll tell you what happened to me. And when you're young, at at the age of 12 to 13, you become a professional player. You you know that you're going to be a professional player or not. So, especially, you build up your technique. After the age of 13, it's very difficult to build up technique. Uh, You build other things like muscle, cardio, and all these other things. So, I knew that I'm going to become a professional player, and all of a sudden, after the age of 23, 24, 25, I, ha- I started having a lot of doubts, and I started saying, hey, I'm good in other things also, and I want to explore the world. I want to do other things. So I was always curious with construction, all my family back home, civil engineers, architects, and I was going in the sites. I was involving, and I said, I, I think this is easy for me. So when I came in this country, I tried little by little to build up myself and get into this industry. And you're from Greece. Yeah. What part? I'm Greek-American. Yeah. Uh, I was born in Greece from Athens. My city is called Glyfada. It's by the water. It's beautiful. Athens is the you only guys, place I've been to. Yeah. I It's visited the Acropolis. It's, yeah. It's like 35 minutes from the center of Athens. Uh, It's a beautiful place, bars, clubs, restaurants. Totally. Fun people. Beautiful people. Yeah, beautiful people. Everybody speaks English. Well, it's
0: interesting in in European countries and just generally is is people go to dinner a lot later and stay up a lot later, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Like, we have dinner at 11 p.m. It's insane over there. Insane. You go to the club at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: easy to make friends. Super easy. Yeah, people just want to be nice. And
1: everybody's open-minded. What? Another th- good thing that my mom taught me, she said, George, your mind has to be open like a parachute. In case of an emergency, you have to le- le- let it open so so you don't die. And if your mind dies, then you're dead.
0: So you're tight with your mom?
1: Yeah, yeah. She was the person that pushed me and made me well-driven and took me to another level, you know. Uh, with whatever I wanted to, to do, she was telling me just take the shot. What's the worst thing is gonna happen? Just gonna just just gonna try again. So
0: it's cool when you have someone in general that believes in you. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a family member; it can be a friend.
1: I owe this to my family. You know, they they try to do as much as possible they could uh, when they were raising me, uh, with a lot of respect, with a lot of love. The first card that I sent to my mom is was saying, "Hey, uh, mom, don't worry about anything." It was. 200 bucks i came in this country with 200 bucks and my goal was to become a millionaire before the age of 30 and from something that i love and i did it and i sent that f- the first card to my mom it was like four years ago i live in this country five and a half years now so i came straight from greece to miami and you didn't
0: know any english
1: i uh, know i knew really good english because yeah. my mom is american gotcha. and i learned spanish also i speak four languages uh that's awesome. I'm yeah. trying to learn Spanish. Spanish, I'm French, lessons. English and, and Greek. So I told my mom, Don't worry about me, you know. I told you, I'm gonna make it happen. And because you gave me these three things, uh in the in the in the card, you know, that I wrote for her. just uh I, I, I wrote you gave me a birth, love, and an American password. So everything else is in my hands, baby. So
0: You're a modern day Shakespeare.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of I guess so.
0: You came through, so you had $200 yeah. in your pocket.
1: 200 bucks in my pocket, yeah.
0: And you take a one-way flight to Miami? Uh,
1: one-way flight to Miami. And my dad goes... My dad is an army guy. He's a very tough guy. He doesn't talk too much. Uh, he... Very lovable guy, though. But he has his own way of thinking, you know? So he goes, Hey, kid, be safe out there. He knew that. I'm not going to come back. And my mom goes, Yeah, see you in the summer. And my dad goes... Oh. He's not going to come for at least two years. And this broke my heart a little bit, but I had to move on, you know. It's I left my dog. I left everything. I had some spare money and some investments that I did from soccer, like two whole, two condos that I bought. My mom lives off the rent. Uh, now she's living a good life. And the rest of the money that I made this summer... Uh, I just left left it back for my mom. I said, I just need 200 bucks. Because my grandfather, he left Greece. He went to New York. He gave birth to my mom with no papers, no hand, uh, not a word of English. He wasn't speaking in English. And he did good for himself and his family. So he was telling me, George, what is your excuse? I said, there's no excuse, Grandpa. So just go to America and find your way. You have everything you need. You know the language. You have an American passport. And um, you have your health. So make it happen.
0: That's a surreal moment when you're about to just do something yeah. big, make a big change. Yeah. I remember actually probably 10 years ago, Skies over here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm living in uh, New York at the time. I'm just, I just finished school. Yeah. And we drove cross-country to San Diego. And yeah. Sky flew back to drive cross country with me, which nice. is crazy. And then we we went and drove to San Diego. Epic trip. Ended up splitting a room for three hundred dollars a month in rent yeah it's crazy to think that we were living in the same room for, exactly. <laughs> for a year and i gotta say that was one of the most fun years of my life yeah met so many genuine fun awesome great people absolutely and uh you know it builds your story absolutely but that must have been a surreal moment for you when it was. you're when your parents are looking at you and leaving the dog you're leaving my dog yeah <laughs> the dog
1: yeah i have a pit bull red nose yeah His name is Boyka. There's such love, Bugs. I I trained him. He's super cute, super friendly with other dogs. I used to do everything with this dog, train, run, swim. This dog was just a warrior, you know. He's my my mom's guard dog right now. So I I love him so much. And the fact that I was leaving him with my family, uh, it was breaking my heart. So you
0: touched down and you were hungry.
1: I was super hungry, and I was super. You wasted r- no time. I didn't waste any time. I just went straight to work. And you
0: had an idea that you were going to do construction. Uh, you, did yes. you know some preliminary stuff that uh, you learned? In I knew before? a lot of
1: things, and I I guess I had the talent too. I I can look at any plan, commercial, residential. I, I know what is where's the drywall, the electrical, this, what the difference is, and um, all of that thing. Because I guess my uncle was a civil engineer, and he showed me little things, and I was going construction sites, I was working since I was 12 years old in the summer, and this made me into a professional soccer, by the way, a soccer player, by the way, because I was like, I need to get out of this construction industry, you know? Working my ass off in the <laughs> in the sun, in the summers, and that's how I became a professional soccer player, you know? What I always say is um, hardship builds character, you know? Struggle and hardship, and all these difficult moments in our lives, they build your character. They build yourself up. So It's great
0: when you're on the other side of that, but when you're in it and your life sucks and you're going through some shitty moment, it's interesting. It's tough. And Mm -hmm. everyone goes through it. Someone once said to me that you need to think about negative experiences as just this energy that flows through you. Yeah. So instead of getting upset about it, understand that it's just this wave that's passing through absolutely and human beings we're emotional creatures living on this giant planet knowing nothing absolutely we're social creatures we don't get enough social interaction we don't have our pit bull dogs next to us exactly which is again a plus one for animals because i think animals just take you out of your head
1: exactly exactly animals are the best um i love them all we have a big farm with my dad in kalamata and we have 2,500 olive trees uh all the animals that can survive olive trees yeah they're more than more than 600 year old trees the olive plug yeah you got the olive oil the best olive oil in the world yeah really for real i'll give you something yeah oh my god 0.3 acidity yeah we're big on we're big on cooking over here it's super nice super nice super smooth and all organic because
0: olive oil is one of the most yeah effed up traded type of commodity doesn't the mafia run the olive oil
1: i I don't know much about it to be honest with you but i know that all the all the the all the olive oil that it comes from kalamata in greece it's the best one in the world because of the acidity it has the lowest um uh, ph and acidity and it's one of the best in the world
0: (laughs) yeah there was a i think there was a documentary about this about how yeah the cartels are trading olive oil and just making an absolute killer.
1: <laughs> wow, I mean, I always wanted to do... This is another business that I have in my head. Just to try to um, bring my olive oil uh, into the U.S. and other parts of the world. Because I believe... In all the good benefits, the health benefits that it has. My grandfather died 101 years old, and he could, because he just fell down, Uh, his heart was working perfectly fine. I'm going to say this. It's a big secret. Every day, he was waking up at 5.30 in the morning, or 5, 5 a.m. in the morning, and before he was having anything, no coffee, no tea, no breakfast, he was taking a big teaspoon of organic olive oil, and he was drinking that. He said, you know what is this? This is pure health said i do this 78 years he told me every day same time
0: first thing in the morning
1: first thing in the morning before his water before his water before anything you let it work for 45 minutes to an hour it goes in your bloodstream it goes in your heart and your liver and it does its job you know and it gives you a lot of health benefits he didn't have anything he was not taking any medication it's insane you know, it's did he a big say secret. anything
0: else in terms of what he, he contributes?
1: Was, yeah, he was not smoking, he was not drinking, and uh, he was sleeping every day, very consistent, you know, a lot of consistency. He was sleeping every day at like nine o'clock after the after five thirty, he was having dinner at five thirty or six PM. He was sleeping at nine thirty to no nine to nine thirty. And he was not having any meat after dinner, only for lunch. Fish or meat, which lunch was you at never eleven do, thirty.
0: Never do like hard proteins like that. Or he was doing it. He was doing beef, it, at, be, uh, at but
1: only uh, lunchtime, not in dinner, because he said, "You know what? What happens to you, George, when you eat meat and you sleep right away?" I said, "What? Your heart works fifteen times more, you know, <laughs> and your si- and your body to be able to digest it." So I said, "Okay, only meat in lunchtime." I said, "Well." grandpa i'm a professional uh, football player i cannot <laughs> do this kind of thing he said yes 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 you can you can but I, because i needed the protein for you back then i was eating like a like a beast six times a day <laughs> Just beast metabolism. oh my god it, six times a day yeah mixed protein uh, carbs all in you know
0: what's your favorite carb
1: i like sweet potato fries Oof. yeah sweet potato or baked sweet fire. potato baked sweet potato I used to like that. Um, also, I'm a meat lover. I'm sorry for saying that. I love my meat. Like I, I like, I like fish. I like ribeye. I like Same. a ribeye steak. We're, I like New York. We're big steak guys over here. <laughs> we believe in that yeah. meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. actually
0: talking to my friend in Denver about splitting a um, a whole cow. So, wow. So we can get like 150 pounds, or get like a quarter cow. Yeah. And just munch on
1: it. We have uh, cows and uh, a lot of animals in the farm. And when I was ever since I was born up to the age of 20, uh, I've never eaten meat outside meat uh, or eggs, milk, you know, from outside of the farm. I was always eating things from the farm.
0: That's insane. Yeah. My grandfather That's the dream. Everyone wishes they could do that.
1: Yeah. I had my grandfather. His name was George, too. And he was taking care of the farm all by himself so with, do you, do you with two workers.
0: Having <laughs> that experience, would you want to duplicate that in the future for yourself? And
1: my goal is to the farm is around forty-five acres, and I wanna do a lot of things over there. I just wanna do an airstrip. I have my my dad was a commercial pilot. He loves planes. I wanna buy my dad a plane very soon. I told him in the next two years to be patient, you know, and uh, keep it up. It's coming. <laughs> I promise and i have a lot of plans a lot of goals for this kind of land yeah it's the land that i grew up over there ever since i was a well, baby Well, it's
0: interesting with your brain and the way you look at things you mentioned yeah. you can see a floor plan you walked right into yeah. my home and you immediately just knew three two, yeah. boom boom this is
1: where it all is exactly
0: you see through walls almost
1: yeah now now especially i'll give you an example i have this uh, beautiful couple from uh, virginia they moved into Primark Pines. Pembroke and I told them, the realtor um, introduced me to, to them, and I said, look, um, I'll do whatever I can possible to make this home beautiful and high-end, okay? He said, okay, George, we trust you. They gave me full clearance. They let me do everything I wanted. I give them a lot of things of extras, a lot of a nice design on the wall, like marble wall. When you go up in the stairs, the the place has huge ceiling. And we started from two bathrooms and flooring and after we did the kitchen floors three bathrooms got renovation the uh, windows and doors uh, mostly everything you know and this helped because it, they gave me they believed in me they showed that to me and i just opened my wings and i and i grabbed them and we flew together i love that. and now we're finishing we're two weeks two weeks about two weeks so we can uh deliver the project and i'm gonna have a nice professional video so I, i'm gonna be more than welcome to share with you guys so you can see
0: can't wait man! Yeah. that's gonna be amazing yeah what i want to know is you come here two hundred dollars in your pocket yeah. hungry mm-hmm. missing your family mm-hmm. big change mm-hmm. going to the united states probably mm-hmm. a really epic moment in time mm-hmm. land of possibility mm-hmm. land of dreams yeah and you know you know something about construction, but you don't know yeah. anyone. Yeah. What is wh- What do you do? Do you just start knocking on doors trying to pitch you. yourself?
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So, first of all, I was about to go to America, especially Miami or Naples, uh, to work in the restaurant business. Because, you know, it's easy money in the beginning. What am I going to do? So, these people, um, I worked in the restaurant with these um people and it was like not what i expected i don't want to go back to the to more details about it but long story short i was managing a restaurant and i said hey this is not what i promised this is not what god promised the universe promised to me and me to myself so i gotta do something you know so i said okay i'm gonna find another job i became a bartender i worked at the carillon wellness resort this was on 2018. I told everyone the orientation. This is 2018. <laughs> the, 2018, yeah. They thought that I'm a crazy man. That's your um, wrong Um They again. were like, I, I was like, hey, one day I'm going to live over here. <laughs> so, they're going, are you crazy? You know how much this place costs? In one bedroom, not facing the ocean, 5500 Facing the ocean, uh, 13000 a month. So, I go, no, for sure, I'm going to... I'm going to get the opportunity, you know, and I'm going to live over there for sure. I'm going to live over here for sure. You don't know what kind of man I am. I'll do it. Back then, I didn't have a place to stay. Back then, I just say this and I don't care. Not a lot of people know the story, but for three weeks, I was all over the place, you know, and I was trying to put more hours and work because I didn't have a place to go. And my manager told me, hey, what's taking you so long? And Don't tell me you live in your car. I said, what are you talking about? Aurora, her name was, I was like, I don't even have a car, you know? And there were, I was surrounded by good people, you know? They were like, hey, if you want to stay in my couch or whatever, you know? But um, in Greece, we're fire, fighters. We're warriors. We don't accept um, something small to affect us. So I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. You don't need to worry about me because she told my story to the other people and they try to help me. So I was like, no, I'm fine. And we we're very proud people. Over there. I don't know if you watched the movie Sparta. <laughs> so it's in our bloodstream, I, mean, I guess. Let's go. Like yeah, Aristotle just... Onassis, you know, he came from zero and he became a billionaire. Uh, another story. <laughs> so this is for another podcast. So you're just basically staying up really I staying late. Up, yeah, really late because I didn't have another place to stay. So I was in a hostel for two and a half months. Little by little, I gathered myself together. I put myself together. And after the first and second paycheck came... I rented my first place in Harding Avenue, 7334 Fire. Harding. Yeah. I was super happy for twelve fifty a month. I was a little anxious, and I was telling my friend, am I going to be able to afford it? He said, of course, <laughs> man. Don't worry. So long story short, the summer comes, and I leave this job. I said, I want to find the best bartending job uh, in Florida. And after, I'm going to leave it. So I go to the Amex Lounge, and I was working 50% for the Miami International Airport and 50% for American Express vip lounge for platinum and black card holders only i go there and tell him first day one day i'm gonna come here as a client and i'm gonna tip you off. How How'd
0: you get that job 100
1: bucks <laughs>
0: how'd you get that job
1: uh, i got it online i saw an opening and i went to new york for a tryout for soccer one of my agents uh on uh december 2017 told me to theo he said hey you can go it's an mls team you know they're going to be in the MLS, go there, try out, and make it happen. So I went at the lounge as a guest because want want my agents had the, the platinum card. And I said, I want to, maybe it's going to be a good opportunity. So backtrack, long story short, I saw a job opening, really difficult to get into there. The guys had like six, seven years. They're working all together, three tests blind test uh like test some of the drinks i didn't know a lot of things but <laughs> i pushed myself i started i wanted to get into there so i was making like five six hundred bucks a day wow. cash tips and everything but look i still have my <laughs> little issues from this kind of job i was getting Messing it your fingers yeah i miss my fingers yeah i was getting into the shift and i knew that i'm gonna make over a thousand drinks in the shift
0: Thousand this drinks.
1: insane count from one to a thousand you what is, get it? Tired. is it the
0: shaking? The
1: shaking, yeah. I was like, forms, I was like, yeah, for real. I'm, jacked, I'm right? gonna demonstrate, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I was like, hello, 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 hello. What can I get for you, for you, for you, for you? And they were like, hey, margarita, mojito. I said, mojito, no, let's get a margarita, you know, because margaritas, I had two, and I'm gonna put another one in the shaker. So I was like, yeah, sure, okay, boom, three margaritas, beer and wine, first out, then the, the cocktails, two shakers, boom, 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 boom. So out, out, out. Oh my god, it was insane. And that's how I met. You know, when you're focused and you know what you want to accomplish, I met this man and he said, Hey, George, what is the key of success? Because he was watching me. He was a watcher. I was like, it's a little creepy, you know? So I said, what is the key of success? And he goes, I go, let me think about it. I said, okay, you're starting good. Because everybody could say patience, uh, anything could be. My grandfather was telling me, George, you have to be a lion. You have to be strong. You have to have alliance character it's all about the character do not lose your character you know so if you lose your character you lose everything so i say character I say yes so little by little this guy character. came again yeah exactly and he was this other like pers- my man walked away. yeah and he kind of trained me and his name is john john payton he met me at a bar when i was working and i said okay so He goes, you want to make like 15 to 20 grand a month with four to six hours a day of work? It's no bullshit over here, you know. Just sales. I think it'll be good. Full wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, so yeah, so he trained me. I said, okay, don't lie because if you lie, I'm gonna quit my job. You were doing? Yeah, construction sales. Construction. I know a lot of things about construction. He said, okay. Let's see. I said, okay, don't tell me that because I'm gonna quit my job right now. So I go there, just like out of out of a movie, the manager comes, said, What do you want, George? We're busy. I said, uh, two weeks notice, thank you. So no, you have to send me an email. Okay, cover me. I go back, I send him an email, I said here we are. I said, Oh my god, you're insane. So we started training two weeks. He was hard on me. I go work in a company, I make seventeen thousand the first three weeks. Top salesperson. I had it in me. I didn't know that I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be so good because I'm honest and people trust me, they like me and I deliver. That's what it is. So love that
0: honest likability deliverability
1: exactly. That's the
0: recipe. Absolutely,
1: sir. So I work in three construction, two construction companies, and they don't pay me. One owes me eleven thousand. The other one thirty-four thousand. I go to the third one, which they do owe me money too. <laughs> but it's paid education in the end of the day. So I said, John, I want to find the best uh, job in construction. So he goes, Okay, I have this company, blah blah. blah. I go there for an interview about you have to be good, you know. I go there for an interview. The guy tells me, how do you sell?" Sub- tell tell me? I said, look, I have these plans, these steps that I follow. I'm being myself. And what do you sell at the end of the day? So what am I selling? Knock, knock. Who's there? Once you open the door, the owner has an answer for themselves. And I have an answer for them uh, if they're going to buy from me or not. So I'm selling myself to them.
0: And if somebody
1: said, answers this question now... I know that they're going to make with me over 200000 a year. <laughs> so I go there. I start with this company. I worked for about one so and you, a half year. So you,
0: you started doing that sales job. You were sales, just, yeah. You were just After I became a What pro- was that? What type of, what was that sale uh, like?
1: Selling selling like a home improvement under the PACE program. Was uh, it door to door? No. In the beginning, when I started with the first company, it was door-to-door, door and I was selling air conditionings all by myself. So he was
0: knocking. And knocking,
1: yeah. Giving and, a
0: quick peep, seeing yeah, what's good.
1: Try to sell on the spot, yeah. And I was educating the people because I was understanding the system completely, and I didn't try to change something if it was good to go. And some people, you know, I met a lot of interesting people, good people, and then they were giving me food in their house, or letting me stay. So... After I started selling like windows and doors for this company, and, but it wasn't enough. I was making really good money. The first year I made over two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred fifty thousand over two hundred fifty. And the next year over two hundred ninety, almost three hundred. So I was like, um, this is not a good job for me. You know, I wanna learn more. I wanna learn about flooring, about kitchens, about this, about that. And I knew it already from back home. Because here construction is easy. If I show you, you're gonna be able to do it yourself later on, you know? It's Nothing, not nothing crazy. Science, no, nothing crazy. It's like a
0: barrier to entry that most people just yeah. want to learn.
1: Yeah, so after that, I became a project manager, a supervisor, assistant superintendent, a su- and superintendent. So after the company had some issues, and I was like, what are we going to do? The crews were telling me, Jorge, necesitamos trabajo, no tenemos trabajo. I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Let me try to get my license. I've talked with this attorney. He said, oh, what, is your hi- what, what was your position in the company? So I was a superintendent. Oh, okay superintendent yeah and then yeah, you I can get that. your license so i started i went to school got my license i opened my business started calling people hey you know i started by myself it's a humble start please help me some small painting jobs
0: what what license was
1: that a construction license Just a construction yeah cbc license. builder's license up to up to five stories i can build right now a uh, residential and commercial so
0: you have to take a test, a test yeah. To a you have to take, yeah and you have to have certain pre-qualifications yeah, or when yeah i have a it.
1: real estate license too when i do real estate for family friends and myself Now I'm helping a friend get a condo in Miami Beach, you know, just a really good friend of mine, family friend. And I mostly do it for myself, the real estate, because I want to get also the the education. And I'm getting a mortgage license too because I want to, that was my ultimate dream to have a development group together because one-stop shop, why not? So, yeah, I started, like, learning about floors. So when you see something, you just
0: want to be licensed for everything. So I'm sure you probably want to be a licensed pilot as well.
1: Yeah, I want to. I want to. I'm going to make it happen, yeah. Yeah, helicopter and uh, why not a private or commercial later on? We'll see. But my dad is going (laughs) to go crazy with it because he doesn't want me to get uh, into the aviation, you know? Um,
0: Aviation's crazy. My cousin, she was... uh, she's actually in the Olympics. she got seventh in synchronized diving a long time ago yeah her husband uh, was a navy seals pilot wow nice and he was such a gangster nice he would show us and tell us the most badass stories one time wow we're at thanksgiving and he's showing us this video of them swerving in and out of the afghan mountains yeah while watching black hawk dawn on their
1: on an ipad Wow,
0: <laughs> they're psycho! <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
1: insane. They have, they have a big heart and they have a lot of guts. So, it's insane. You'd be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I want to finish uh, the story. And I'm, after I learned about floors, subfloors, codes here and there, so start building the homes. Now we're in house 19. We'll go for the 20. <laughs> we'll go for the 20th home, and I'm so blessed that I have really good people working with me. I have a great uh, superintendent. My right-hand man, uh, he runs a business, really, really good. He's very professional, very well educated about the industry, and a lot of experience in construction, building homes. And we want to take it to another level. You know, we just want to build homes that are going to be energy efficient, uh, cost-effective, and you're going to walk inside them, and they're going to be, you're going to be going, wow! It's going to be looking like a like a temple, you know, like an ancient temple, all marble, you know. Yeah, a great place to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, bring, I'm bringing from Greece, all my marbles from Greece, and we can bring marble to a house at the price of... Bringing marble from Greece. Yeah, and we install it at the price of a very high-end porcelain tile. Yeah, because I, I go directly to the mines. So materials
0: some, excite you? You love materials? I love
1: materials. I li- I love ideas. I love to be able to see something before and visualize, put my heart and my mind into it, and boom, deliver a, a nice project for uh, the owners. On
0: building your 20th home, what is the least favorite thing, if you have to be critical? Because I know you're very positive, so you seem to be down with it all, but what's your least favorite thing that you've encountered That's been, or maybe it's been the toughest for you to overcome?
1: I'm going to tell you. Um some building departments that we cannot control the timing for example right now i got a building permit in royal palm beach within a week good to go and miami beach it might take up to a year for a new construction permit so this is something that we can't do anything about it sometimes our clients are getting frustrated but we're very well trained and we give them an update every week we spoil our clients. We're not leaving them and just don't talk to them for two, three months. And after we knock on the door, hey, we're ready for the installation. They're going to say, oh, no, I'm not ready for you. I don't want to do it anymore. Right. And this is going to create a lot of tension, a lot of issues, and we don't want that. That's why communication. You're in it together. Communication is the most important. Phone call, just a short text, or let's have a great just to week. Just let you know
0: we're still on top of exactly. it. Exactly. This is what's happening. Exactly.
1: Let's have a great week. They're,
0: they're not they're yeah. not going fast, but we're still on it.
1: Absolutely. Things like that. That's like a
0: great that. tactic, too. Just even when someone sends you an email, if you don't have the answer, it's good just yeah. to reply, being like, yeah. hey, just want to let you know, confirming receipt. We'll get back to you shortly. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Communication and customer service. It all starts from there. Communication, customer service. Uh, and it's not our people. I always say to my people, people do not buy because of the price. They don't care if you're a little more expensive. If they feel comfortable and confident, these two C's, C-C, comfortable and, Comfort- confident. Comfortable and confident. With you, they're going to go with you. That's what it is. We tell them, look, we're fully licensed, insured. You're not going to have an issue. Whatever goes south, we'll figure out, okay? and We might have this issue. I'll let you know from the beginning. If this, comes, uh, if this issue arises and they're educated, they know. Oh, yes, George, you told me, you know, it's all about that.
0: Yeah, 100%. And it's interesting that you mentioned the comfortable and confident thing. I just got quoted for an electrician. I have a pretty big elect- electricity work I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. I think there's a 125 amps coming into the home, 150 mm-hmm. amps in the panel. So it's like, doesn't even work. Mm-hmm. And I love electricity, as you yeah, can you have see. I, I need to upgrade that. Yeah, of course. Um, and because I, if you
1: don't have the amperage, it's not going to hold it. Yeah.
0: yeah, so I think I'm getting a a, a 200... Mm -hmm. panel with a 220 on the outside i believe Mm -hmm. but they i think they have to upgrade the lines coming in which Mm -hmm. i don't know do you have to check with fpl to do
1: that absolutely and you have to have a really good electrician licensed electrician right insured and that's where i was going
0: with it is that i don't try
1: to uh, bring a guy that yeah i know some things about electrical you know no it's dangerous it's going to create problems uh, of course, somebody with a license and insurance is going to cost you more, but you avoid the headache. Totally, and that's what get a professional.
0: And I got a bunch of quotes, and I ended yeah. up actually going with the most expensive person. And I texted <laughs> him and I Absolutely. said, um, "Hey, Jorge, I just want to let you know um, you actually came in the highest out of everyone.
1: But I'm going to um, go with you. But I'm going to go with you,
0: and uh, I really respect what you do, and I love your work. Exactly. And he just was he like lit up. You know? Exactly.
1: He's he was also positive. He, he liked what he heard and he liked that he you appreciated him as a person and as a professional and he's gonna do a great job i believe <laughs> totally yeah
0: yeah and you can't it, that character is something that you got to smell it you know you got to know it absolutely absolutely and if you're attracted to the to the other end you're gonna live a tough life absolutely you can't be hanging out with these people without an abundance mindset and i think that's like the biggest competitive advantage you can have going into any industry mm-hmm. is thinking how do we all win You know, there's too many people just so scared of giving away their secret formula.
1: Sometimes you have to take the loss in order to gain a bigger win. That's what I always say. I lost many battles, but I ain't losing the war. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You know, I mean,
0: five years ago, man, you were making Mm -hmm. cocktails.
1: Exactly. And now you
0: make a badass cocktail. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's why I like this country, because it gives you the opportunity. My client tells me. In my country back home in Greece, they tell me, Oh, you're too young. No, they don't believe me that I can build a house. Here, they tell me, Okay, you can do it. Yeah, your license. is sure, okay. Here are the plans. How much you need? I need this much. I need two million bucks. Okay, here's your deposit start. If I don't do it and I delivered, guess what? I'll lose everything. And I'm not going to risk that for no one my reputation, my license, my company, for anyone. So that's what I like about this country. They tell you, Here's the money, here are the plans, make it happen, let's, let's talk for the next draw. So i okay, here's the rough, we passed, rough plumbing, rough electrical, we passed our shell, the shell is up, okay, give me the rest of the money so I can go for the in progress. Okay, George, yeah, you passed the inspections? Yeah, sure, okay, here's the check, take it. My clients now from Pembroke Pines, they didn't even ask me anything. Okay, I give them the invoice, the extras, the change order. Because it wasn't included. They trusted me. They wrote the check. Here you go. They didn't even come. We have a walkthrough every week, every Sunday. We give them the update. They walk inside. They like it. And that's it. Things are simple. We make it difficult. That's it.
0: So interesting. So many people running businesses. Yeah. They just make things too complicated.
1: Yeah. And I don't believe that. When people say, oh, yeah, I wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning or 3 a.m. in the morning. You just have to find this uh, way that works for you and for your people and for your Mm -hmm. business, you know. Um, Yes, consistency. I believe in consistency, but I don't believe that we have to wake up at 3 a.m. because Peter wakes up at 3 a.m. I mean, it all depends. Yeah, I don't know about
0: that. I woke up at 3.30 this morning by accident and I couldn't go back to bed. So then I got up, it was like 4.30 Mid Me too. Breakfast. At
1: five AM, which I usually wake up at five forty-five, five thirty. You know when do you go to bed. Whenever I'm done. Oh, so every, you're you're a
0: savage. With so everything can, I have, you can grind on three hours of sleep.
1: With everything, whenever I'm done with everything, then I go to bed. That's the entrepreneurship. I don't go to bed when I'm what tired. What
0: distracts you? Do you have any like big
1: distractions? Or um, vices? my family. Because, you know, sometimes they give you their opinion and my family, you can get love from them. You can get, yeah, sometimes their opinion, but they cannot teach you entrepreneurship. The mentors are the ones that are going to take you to the next level. So true. Somebody that already done it. For example, Bob, uh, he owns a private island. And I was there with him all the time doing work for free, getting his knowledge. He built 50 duplexes. I specialize in duplexes right now. I have six lots in Fort Myers. I'm going to develop them and keep them for rental property, rental income. And he told me, his business model, he told me, George, you need to find a woman that is going to be with you in this journey, not against you. And you need to find a woman that you're gonna tell her, Hey, honey, I'm gonna come instead of eight thirty at night, I'm gonna come at twelve thirty tonight because I have another meeting. And she's not gonna question you, she's not gonna complain at you, she's not gonna be doing any of that things. So it's hard. It's really, really hard <laughs> to find such a thing. To find such but- a thing especially in Miami. We're here. We're open, you know?
0: Well, anytime people say that, like, dating's hard in Miami, I always just... I got, don't do
1: online dating.
0: I don't I don't like even saying that because if you say it, it makes it true, you know?
1: I'm an old-school gentleman. I cannot say what is an old-school gentleman over here, but <laughs> it's a, it, ask me later, I'll tell you, you know? <laughs> I just try to be uh, honest. And right, but, honest,
0: but there's got to be a key component to having just that good energy around you and yeah. someone that, you know you know it's got your back man absolutely absolutely
1: absolutely. but believe it or not family is giving you love care attention they're there for you whenever you need them but sometimes this extra mile you have to put it out there you have to give it to yourself with the mentors with the ideas yeah these people are gonna be there but you have to put the time you have to put the hard work you you have have to put the dedication and you have to be inspired Exactly. I'm inspired by Aristotle Onassis, you know. I know everything about the man. He came from a war zone, you know, in Zmirni. And he became a multi-billionaire. And everybody knows about him. The guy's a legend. We're number one in shipping as a country with the biggest shipping fleets and owners, Greek owners, because of this man. He made the difference. And...
0: You want, to set, you want to build your own legacy. Uh,
1: yeah, kind of. Yeah, he inspires me a lot. And I will. I will. I'm into it's, music also. And I just want to bring th- things out there, you know, so people get inspired. Because if I can do it, anyone can do it. But anyone can do it that wants is willing to put the effort, the time, the love, and all these things. Well, when you really respect someone and when you
0: meet them and you hang with them, they just... They command respect because you like their character and who they are. I have a good, really good friend, Peter Taunton, Mm -hmm. uh, that has been on the podcast a few times. He definitely was one of my big mentors. And uh, he's become a dear friend. He Mm -hmm. started off on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Then when I moved to Miami, he was down here too. We got a drink and then we just became boys. And uh, he's the owner and CEO of Snap Fitness, 3,600 locations around the world. Wow. All the toys, most humble Minnesota guy. I would love to meet him such a gem of a human and I never really asked him for like business advice because you know, we're just friends and, yeah. and we just vibe. Um, but we're playing pickleball because we play a lot of pickleball. And uh, one day I was really excited about what we're doing with cigars.com and I was just telling him about some new, new changes. Yeah. And, I, and he goes, you know, if I were you, this is what I would do. I would make a list of 100 of the biggest <laughs> promotional marketing companies in the world and I would just call every single one of them and get them to sell your product for you. Mm-hmm. and that night I made the list of a hundred stayed up to like 3am was so jacked wow. up because I was fired up and inspired nice. and now that was about you know a month and a half two months ago and we're already seeing like a massive change absolutely. that's happened but it started because there was respect and I didn't need to be motivated because I was motivated because I admire some. I didn't want to let him down absolutely and I also don't want to let the team down you know
1: absolutely this you see you never know where you're gonna get The advice and the solution to a problem that you want—it's insane. For example, you see your dear friend that you hang out with him. You ask his advice. Hey, what would you do? That's what that's what Onassis was doing when he had a problem about millions of dollars with the ships. He was going to the bar walking by himself, and he was asking the bartender, "Hey, what would you do in this kind of situation?" And he was always finding the solution. From the other person, you know, whatever he was telling him, whoop, he was giving him the idea. Now, I had a conversation with my superintendent. He told me, George, when was the last time you sat down and you visualized and you you saw where the company wants to be? I was like, you're right. I didn't do it for like six to eight months because I was very busy and working with all, all these other things. I said, okay, but I promise I'm going to do it. That night, I stayed up to 4.30 in the morning. I did my structuring. Just
0: having a straight dreamgasm. Exact,
1: my, exactly. My structuring, I finished it, and I know exactly now where my company wants to go. And believe me, it's going to go <laughs> very soon. Hey, this
0: guy check if uh, check on godaddy if dreamgasm.com is available cuz I freaking love that domain. <laughs> but it's interesting in life how the circle is important, and that's why for everyone listening to the podcast and that has been part of the damn good day tribe and is all about this whole happiness and performance. Your circle is not just everything, it's it's everything and anything because the reality is is as you get older, your patience goes down. You need to learn to outsource. Mm-hmm. You need to surround yourself with people that inspire you, mm-hmm. sharks, right? Yeah. That help each other out. And yeah. then you can't hang out with anyone that has jealousy or any of that. You need no. to just have a squad that all grows together because it's easier and faster when you grow together. And the best part about living is is family. And I truly believe your family is your family, but I think you yeah. choose your family at, at many levels. You know. Yeah. You choose who your your brothers are, right?
1: Exactly. And at the end of the day, we come here by ourselves and we leave by ourselves. So it doesn't really matter. It's it's cruel. It's very hard what I'm saying. But some people, you know, are very, very close with their families and very emotionally attached. But when I work, I work. I talk with my – I don't talk with my family every day. I talk with them once a week or twice because I lose the motivation, you know? I know what they're going to tell me. You start smelling them pancakes. I know exactly what my mom is going to tell If I call my mom right now, not right now because it's very late, but in the morning, I know exactly what she's going to tell me, what she did today, uh, what she's going to do tomorrow. Same with my sister, same with my brother-in-law, same with my dad. But this doesn't count for me. They don't know (laughs) what am I doing. And I do different things all the time. I can go to New York to meet a client. Right. I can go to California, and and I've done it. I'm gonna do it again. So, I mean, I might shoot a video clip, you know, I mean, <laughs> for your my su- music.
0: <laughs> your success is due to your attitude. Yeah, it's you. You walk into any yeah. industry yeah. and you break it down and you learn how to do it, and mm-hmm. you just don't give up. You exactly. seem that you you operate from a a deep space of you're very genuine yeah and you don't want to fail for yourself you don't want to cheat on yourself no and clients smell that on you and they yeah. know that you won't cheat them because Absolutely. you can't cheat yourself mm-hmm. you want it to look as good as if it was your duplex exactly and people want to know
1: that their babies in good hands exactly and believe it or not clients with bigger tickets the bigger I'm talking about like two three four five ten million dollar tickets and they don't ask too many questions they look at you deep into the eyes because once you look into a person's eyes you look into the soul and if they smell a lie or something that's wrong they polite you poli- politely shut you down that's what they're doing i'm sorry i'm in between my four languages so <laughs> i'm doing a lot of mistakes yeah it's no big but deal it don't I matter. I know so like point one yeah five. they don't ask too many questions they ask you okay one two three eta for delivery cost what kind of finishes this 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 let's make it happen here's a
0: question when you don't know how to do something how do
1: you go about that situation when i don't do okay one day (coughs) i was in this house in pine tree drive this man was in he was a developer you know in new york he had one of the biggest builders in miami like Generation company, like th- three generations, this company, whatever. And he gave me the opportunity to work in his house. And they were bombing me with, oh, you don't know this, you don't know that. When I first started, you know, it was a flooring job, you know. <clears> he <throat> said, so How are you going to do this? I said, When I jump into that, I'll figure it out. So oh, there's three ways to do this this, this, this. I said, Yeah, that's a great answer. So they had a designer in house. And I was a little mad with myself and because they hit my pride and my ego. So, and I have a lot of pride and a lot of (laughs) ego. Pride (laughs) and ego. Lion. Yeah. So I go back home and I call my dear friend Bill. And I tell him, Hey, Bill, that's what happened today. And that's how I felt. Said, yeah do you think they know everything? I said, no. Do you think somebody else knows everything? No. Okay, when you go there tomorrow and you tell him this, what uh, Ford said, you know, he said, I don't know everything when they were questioning him, when they were questioning him like crazy about the engines, about this, about that. One second, I don't know everything, but with one phone call, I can call somebody to answer this question. One second. Boom, boom, boom. guy comes there that's what we need to do over here okay did you get your answer yeah sure next answer next, next question so i go there tomorrow and i tell him hey guys you're bombing me with questions and technical things which i cannot answer because it doesn't really matter in the end of the day as long as i have a person in my crew supervisor installer assistant whatever that can provide this correct answer i got the answer in the end of the day right so what does it all matter of course you have to know most of the things in your trade but it's impossible to know everything every day we're learning every day I cannot know everything about concrete. So you go
0: back to in that situation, you say, "Hey, look. To be completely frank, I know the high level of how this all works, but exactly. I have a guy, and he's going to come in and do the best work possible."
1: No, it's one of my guys, in my crew, not a, somebody else from an yeah, outsider. Our crew, our, our company, crew, our group. our family, our people. You know, for and example, if you want to talk
0: windows and doors. I got you, bro. But the concrete, the I bring the concrete home. Exactly. Ex-
1: ex- yeah. No, I can. I feel confident, but for some electrical work or some plumbing or some i have general knowledge that's what a general contractor is all about i didn't work myself with my hands in all of these trades and i don't need to do that because my job is not that my job is to put the puzzle together have my people manage them consistent uh, uh, um, provide consistency and that's about it they used to tell me i had some people in my crew before and they used to tell me oh you're young you don't need to you don't know this you don't know that and my superintendent told me that remove all these people you it's your job is not to know these things you know your job is not to take the um the saw and cut or something you know or like install drywall or whatever you have to have the knowledge okay you have to be able to manage a guy that does it but it doesn't really matter if you know how to install. Onassis didn't know how to build a ship, but he had the people that were building the ship, he was managing them, and he was making sure, In the end of the day, they were making their money, and he was making his.
0: Do you have a similar method that, that you know someone with $10 million does when they look you into the eye, and they look deep into your soul? Do you mm-hmm. have a similar method that you use when looking for con- people to work with and work with yes, you? Yes,
1: absolutely, absolutely. I just asked him, how do you see yourself in our company in a year and three years from now? What is your what is your goal? What do you want to accomplish? What do you think you can provide, and what do you think we what do you think we can provide to you? We went with my superintendent. He showed me a bike that he wants. He wants a motorcycle, and I promised. In myself I didn't tell him that before October and because he's celebrating something in October uh, I'm gonna try to do my best in order to get him this bike it's a thirty thousand uh, dollar motorcycle yeah so he gave me this he gave me this answer I asked him you know and, and he said, found what
0: motivates him
1: yeah And if it's going to motivate him, it's going to motivate the company he's going to bring back to us.
0: Well, the thing I love about what I've heard from you today is that to me, the biggest thing I understand is that depending on where you're at in life is just where you're at at that moment. Once Mm -hmm. you find out that you're capable of doing something, then you realize you can go bigger. And then when you go bigger, you realize you can do that. Then you go bigger. And then boom, boom, boom. It just keeps happening. You start yeah. thinking bigger. Then you start having bigger conversations. You know, this is going to become real yeah, 10X your life. But the reality <laughs> is, is you start believing in yourself. You know you're mm-hmm. worthy of it. When you become worthy of it, you start... Talking to bigger and better. And like you said, mm-hmm. the, the more wealthier people are, the less they speak, exactly. the less they talk. Exactly. It's people. Do they trust you? Do they feel confident? Exactly. It's the lion inside you. Exactly. It's the same lion that's been playing. They're the lions too. That's years. why in
1: order to give you 10 million, they're lions too, you know, so they can tell, they can see if you have it inside you. You know, all these big the shipping grit, companies. The yeah, the grits. Grit.
0: To go through the shit. Correct. That's always going to happen. Correct.
1: All these big shipping companies. I have some friends back home that they're really big in shipping. And these kids are trained in order to see, The their parents are training them how to pick the captain. You know? And my superintendent told me, George. When you look into it, he wanted to get into shipping. and he wanted to work in ships when he was 18 years old. And his grandpa, he was working to ships, and he was a captain. He said, which ship you would go into, this ship or that ship? It was an old ship, like 30-year-old ship, and it was brand new. He said, oh, of course, in that one. He said, no, kid, I'm going to teach you something. Don't look into the ship. Look into the captain. I will go to this one because the captain is going to bring you to shore, not the ship, the ca- captain's heart and character. So... When he came in the company, he said, I believe that you're the captain that I was looking for. And you're going to bring the company to another level. And this gave me great motivation to push harder, you know, and make sure that we're going to be safe. And we're going to be able to live comfortable and provide this amazing customer service and projects to our property owners.
0: Well, George, Mm -hmm. one thing that we always ask on the show, and I'm really, really excited to hear what you have to say about this is, if you could go back in time, maybe like let's just typically I say when you're sixteen years old, yeah, and you could have spoke the the person you are now could have talked to the sixteen year old you mm-hmm. could have had you know a moment to say you know one, two or three things that could have just saved you a ton of time, money, heartache, headache, you know a lot of people say, would have invested in Bitcoin you know no, but like what 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 is that message <laughs> that you would share with like a younger version of you?
1: I'm gonna tell you, I just had this conversation with my One of my best friends, Sergio, he's a professional guitarist. He knows my life so far. He said, oh, my God, are you jumping levels like crazy all these years? And his brother, he's 17 years old, Alejandro. And he has the same, driving same personality like mine. He's a tough kid. And I told this kid, he said, George, I want to have this kind of house. I want to have this kind of girl, you know. I want to have this car. I want to have this bike. I said, okay, well... Believe in yourself, find something that you love and go for it and try to learn from your mistakes. Do not allow other people to protect you. That's what I did back then. I was spending all my money out there, you know, like living the life. But I learned how to keep the money now, you know, because you have to enjoy a little bit in the beginning, you know, in order to appreciate it. You have, you have to do the mistake, my dad was trying to protect me. I said, do not protect me. I'm not going to learn. So learning experience, uh, learning experience comes from the mistakes. And I told this kid, do the mistake and set a five-year plan. Right? You're 17. At the age of 22, you want a Lamborghini. Just You got to do this, 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 this. Your heart knows the way. I don't know the way. Ian doesn't know the way. Jack doesn't know the way. But our heart deep inside us always knows the way. And we need to follow it.
0: George like Moros, man. Thank you. I think we have to end there. That <laughs> Absolutely. <was> poetry. Absolutely. <laughs> man, thank you so much for doing thank this. Thank you. This is cool. You have a lot Lo- to share, and I know love the audience appreciates you. How can people find you? And if they want to contact you to build their dream home, what
1: do we uh, got to do? Instagram, Moros Construction. They can see. Now we're going to start uploading more content uh, because before we had a lot of NDA projects, you know, working with a lot of people that, oh, I don't want you to share my address, I don't want you to do a video but right now i have this batch of clients that (laughs) they want to and i'm gonna start putting more uh, projects out there and they can see our work we can finish we can customize our home according to their dream
0: next time you come through it too you bring the guitar absolutely i'm gonna play a a song we'll do more of like a jam sash more like pick the song
1: from now pick the song and i'm gonna learn it i'm gonna play it for you what song are you picking Scott? yeah what is your favorite song
0: stairway to heaven
1: okay stairway to heaven okay no
0: we'll find a better one that was just on the spot I just yeah. show,
1: I just showed a <laughs> video clip for knocking on heaven's door it's okay, gonna yeah. go on YouTube very soon Let's just go. google my name oh no google put on YouTube George Moros and you're gonna see it
0: gotta google George Moros no then. google YouTube <laughs> YouTube George Moros and check this li- lying out looking like a freaking <laughs> Greek stud <laughs> And I need to get me some of that olive oil, man.
1: For sure. Uh, end of November or early December because it's when we I'll push your olive it. oil all day, man. Absolutely. Let's make it happen.
0: I'll be your number one affiliate.
1: I'll give you like a big can of like 15 ki- kilograms. Yeah. I'll give you. This is the damn Always. good
0: day show, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thank we you. appreciate you. <laughs> this is a damn good day to have a damn good day.